Hey there, this is Liana, and you are tuning in to Sharpen Her Iron, conversations with dope women. Yeah, we act like we have these definitive answers all the time about the Bible or that like we have 100% clarity on the Mm -hmm. mind of God, the expectations of God. And even though the very Bible that we're defending is the same Bible that says that God's thoughts are higher than our thoughts, God's ways are higher than our ways, ways. and that we only see through a glass dimly lit, right? So if we take those same scriptures and apply that to our knowledge, our understanding Mm -hmm. of God, then we would submit and surrender to the fact that there's some areas that we we just don't understand and know. We don't understand and know, and it's okay Uh to say that and to leave room for people to try to work out their own Own salvation, salvation, which they say the scripture says with fear and trembling. So I'm not saying use that as an excuse not to submit Mm -hmm. to or surrender to the authority of Christ and Mm -hmm. the authority of what we do know, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Um, But I will say that there's also a freedom and a liberation in our walk with Christ that um, religion will try to hold you confined and, com- you know, yeah. um, bound. Mm-hmm. That's so, how I feel. Yeah. I mean, anyway, I am really excited, uh, Yudita, to have you on today's episode of Sharpen Her Iron. We're, man, a couple episodes in already and just seeing the way that people's lives are being affected, women's lives are yes. being affected. People have been emailing me, texting me, and just really sharing um, how the, the previous guests and even the topics mm-hmm. at hand have um been hitting home even you even you yes. like manly I'm i was gonna good. say i've been blessed yeah <laughs> been what, blessed. what would you say has kind of stood out to you the most so well far? the the episode that really stuck well two the one that you did um when you were very transparent um, about, about my mental health process yes about mm-hmm. the mental health and then the one with you and crystal oh you're chasing the obama high yes yeah. that was really good i mean it helped me to understand both of you on a different level than the level that um i know both of you yeah and and um, to just see how the hand of the Lord is working through both of you yeah. in such a mighty way. Yeah. And all these uh, things that um, seem happenstance mm. are really very intentional mm. with God. Mm. So I that really reading, blessed me. It's interesting that you said that. I was, I'm reading this book called The Circle Maker. Mm. And it's an amazing. It's a dope mm-hmm. book about prayer. And I just. Batterson, I, right? Yeah. Mark Batterson. Mark he's a, Batterson. He's a I have DC. Book, yeah. yeah. I am. Um, I bought the book a couple years ago, but, you know, sometimes there's certain seasons when yeah. you need certain things more than others, and God kind of will bring it back to the surface because I never finished it back then, but that's mm-hmm. because I need to finish it right yes, now. Yes, yes. And because of what my life looks like right now. Yes. Um, and there's a quote in the book that says, he, he talks, he's talking about prayer, but he said that there's nothing... Um, coincidental in God that everything yes. is providential even the things that mm-hmm. seem like coincidence mm-hmm. is the providence of God kind of orchestrating mm-hmm. and, and bringing our lives together so even um, at this moment even mm-hmm. today like we've rescheduled yes. you know recording the podcast <laughs> yes. and sometimes I feel really bad about that because mm-hmm. I'm like man I had something on the schedule but I'm learning how to surrender my schedule yes you know, you know, I think we should make plans, right? Mm-hmm. We should make plans. We should be diligent. We should be the type of people that kind of go after, yeah. you know, the things that we want. But even in that process, part of spiritual maturity is knowing how to uh, surrender. Yeah. Surrender to God's timing, to, God, to, to God's um, switching things around, mm-hmm. trusting that the moment and when it's supposed to happen will be the perfect moment and will be the right moment for mm-hmm. for that time. Because yesterday I was, whew, my energy was low. I was a little <laughs> sad. I wasn't uh-huh. physically sick. I uh-huh. was just, 
I was feeling a, a sadness was kind of mm. lingering and I just I didn't want to force myself to show up for the yes. show just to record if I knew that like I was kind of in a space you know and I call it the art of allowing mm. when we allow things to unfold as they should mm. so when you text me I was like okay because I was upstairs knocking out some work yeah. that I needed to do anyway months right? ago okay. so exactly. for me I was in the flow and I was like God knows all things yeah. and I think today is the day yeah the it day the we day. made the appointment and mm-hmm. so now is the time for us to get into it yeah <laughs> let's talk about it I'm, i i love you unitha one of the things that i love most about you and we'll get into the topic for today but i love to let this shows kind of naturally flow yes but what i love about you and what i love about god is he has used you to speak life into me mm. um in moments when you didn't even know I needed it. Mm. And that's when I, or maybe you did, but I didn't realize you mm. saw me and that God was speaking mm-hmm. to you about me. But God knows how to reach each of us, right? Yes. And sometimes God, one of the themes in my life is God has to send people in a way that they don't necessarily know what I'm going through based on yes. what I reveal to them, yes. right? Yes. Because sometimes when people know they're well-intended mm-hmm. and they give you advice, they give you encouragement, and I really appreciate it, but sometimes when God needs to get to mm-hmm. me, he has to send a prophet, he has to send <laughs> a vessel, that a prayer warrior that I know God sent them because mm-hmm. I did not reveal to them mm-hmm. what I was emotionally or spiritually yes. going through. Yes. And you have always been <laughs> on point. Every single time that you've had a word of encouragement, every single yes. time that you've had a word from God. And and I appreciate also mm. your um, obedience mm. in doing that because I know that sometimes God can give us things, but we're unsure of how a person will yes. receive it. Yes. Or sometimes we're even unsure if it was really God. Yeah. You know, or if yeah. it was just like our own thoughts. And that's why I think it's an, it's powerful because then I get to I get to say to you, you need that that was from God. Yes. And then that gets to help you grow exactly. your confidence that you are legitimately and accurately hearing from God as mm-hmm. it pertains to the messages that he has for you to give to his people. Exactly. I.e. me. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. that has been like definitely a, 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 a consistent thread mm. over the past couple of years that I've seen. Yeah. Um, in my life and I've just been like wow God you love me enough to put me on the heart of somebody else mm-hmm. you know and they love you enough to be obedient to what you put on their heart to share mm-hmm. with me mm-hmm. um, so yeah so thank you for being no, that person thank you for always confirming because you're right when I'm giving words I don't no, it's like, mm-hmm. okay, Lord, what is this? Mm-hmm. And and like you said, will they receive it or is it me or am I tripping or this mm-hmm. is a little weighty? Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, you just don't walk up to somebody talking about weighty things. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, but you always, when you come back and say, oh, my God, you need the devil's on time, whatever, then that encourages me that, okay, I am hearing and that was the word for you. Let me ask so. you this. And today our topic is about um, resilience and yeah. healing. And you're like a prime. Um, uh, <laughs> on many levels. On many levels. Like example or even like, whoo, I love, um, and people probably hear, will hear me talk about this all the time. And if mm-hmm. you listen to any of my sermons or if you've mm-hmm. ever been to any you know, my workshops or anything, I will probably die preaching on the concept of the cloud of witnesses in mm-hmm. Hebrews 12. Mm-hmm. That scripture changed my life mm-hmm. and it really continues to um, minister to me mm-hmm. all the time. And, you know, um, for those of you who may not know what I'm talking about, Hebrew 12 s- 
states we have such a great cloud of witnesses, witnesses right and then it, it's talking about our biblical witnesses mm -hmm. but I believe that God is talking about his kingdom witnesses mm -hmm. so whether or not they're uh, Moses Abraham Isaac Jacob yeah. Sarah mm -hmm. Mary or they're Unitha yeah right it, yeah. Or, it, and and I believe that the purpose of the cloud of witnesses are to help to strengthen the faith yes. of those because because the next verse after that talks about so let us lay aside mm. therefore because we have such a great mm. cloud of witnesses, witnesses because before he was to have list all these cloud of witnesses yeah. all these people of the faith and how mm. they trusted God mm -hmm. and decisions that they made in their journey and how God was faithful right yes. so then it transitions and says therefore since we have such a great cloud of witnesses mm -hmm. because you know their stories lay aside every weight and mm -hmm. sin that so easily entangles you and run the race that God has yes. for you yep. but I love that it doesn't start with run the race God has for you yes. it doesn't start with lay aside every sin in every way it says because you have these stories to draw from yes. because you have these cloud of witnesses that have gone before mm -hmm. you and they have walked their walk with God use them Use their stories, draw from their stories to encourage you mm -hmm. to run your race. Exactly. And that is why I started this podcast. <sighs> to help people run their race. Yes. So let's dig into it. Talk to yes. me. What is resiliency? What is healing? What does that look like in the kingdom? <sighs> Tell the people who you are. Share your story. Just talk. <laughs> Be who you are. Okay. Well, I think, you know, number one, I'm Unitha Muhammad. And I'm one of those people that... Um, I wear many hats. I'm a minister. I'm a wife. I'm a mm -hmm. mom. I'm now I'm a director <laughs> and um, of small groups, and um, I'm also um, a survivor. Yeah, you know, and I'm a resilient woman. Um, I think that mm -hmm. resilience. You know, I think when you talk about healing and you talk about resilience, I think they all kind of run there together. I think that. Um, circumstances will come into your life that will put, put your back against the wall. And when your back is against the wall, you're either going to step into that come on, come or on. you're going to faint. Come on. <laughs> and so when you decide to step into it and you go, my back is against the wa wall, okay, let's do this. And once you decide to let's do this, mm -hmm. that's when resilience kicks in. Come on. Because you need courage, you need boldness, you need strength. And through the course of you walking that out, you are becoming resilient. Because you're learning how to pull things out of your hat. And mm. I call it the tool belt. Mm. All the things that God has put in us, we then reach in that tool belt. Right now, I need some grace. Mm -hmm. Right now, I need some love. I need mm -hmm. some mercy. Mm -hmm. Right now, I need some tolerance. Some on, right some now, patience. I need a little bit of something that's going to get me through what I'm facing right mm -hmm. now to get me to the other side. And what I find is... In the process, when we're when our back is against the wall and we're going towards that thing, is when we're in the valley. Mm. Mm. When we're in the some people call it the val valley of the shadow of death. When we're in the dark night of the soul, some mm. people call it whatever mm. you want to call that time when it's you and God and it seems so dark around you. I believe that's the healing place, the place where you and God meet and he can transform your life and so in that place is where you surrender in that place mm. is where you give up the fight you give up doing things with your intellect mm. you give up moving in your own strength your own knowledge what someone else told you and it's just you and God and you're like all right Lord let's do this how do you do that let's say you find yourself in a stuck place mm -hmm. you're sad you're depressed mm -hmm. you're overwhelmed maybe 
maybe, you know, I think that we get, quote unquote, knocked down because resilience is about bouncing back, right? Mm -hmm. So I think we get knocked down in life from various different things. Sometimes you get knocked down from sin. Sometimes you get knocked down from disappointment, right? Sometimes you get knocked down from losses, grief, right? Um, There's so many different things in life that can, quote unquote, knock us down with their emotional things, Mm -hmm. right? Or spiritual things, or they're even like the practical things like uh, financial hit, you know? So so we're talking about what these principles are, or this truth of living in this space of resiliency with God, but how do you get from being down Mm-hmm. To getting up. To getting back up. To getting back up. Well, in the dark place, the first thing is it seems simple, but it's not simple. It seems what everyone says, but it's not what everyone does. The mm-hmm. first thing is to pray. Mm-hmm. And pray from a place of not all these lofty prayers, uh-huh. but pray, 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 praying from a place that's very authentic to where mm-hmm. you are at that time. Being real with God in a way that, you know what? I'm not feeling it, Lord. I'm, I'm really upset that I'm down. Mm-hmm. And why am I down? Mm-hmm. And how did I get down? And so I, what I do when I'm in the dark places is I start asking questions. Mm-hmm. How The number one question I ask is, how did I get here? Mm-hmm. Because, like you said, sometimes I got here through my own actions. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I'm here because it's a divine plan of God mm-hmm. that he has caused mm-hmm. me to go mm-hmm. down into that valley. Mm-hmm. And the valley is, has a purpose. Mm-hmm. So whatever the reason I go, how did I get here? Mm-hmm. Then, okay... Now how? Now what is the purpose of me being here? Mm-hmm. And then now, how, then the next thing is, how am I going to get out? Mm-hmm. And so in that mm-hmm. place, I'm using that place as a place to be sober in my thinking. Yeah, I use it as a place to be real with myself of who I am. Mm. I take the. I suggest for anyone listening. Take the attention off of everybody else. Hmm. Take your attention. If a person kicked you down to the valley, Hmm. take your attention off them kicking you and say, Lord, how did I even put myself in a position for them to kick me? Mm -hmm. So now I'm here. Mm. What do you want to say to me? I hear you saying take more control of your story. Take control of your your story and take responsibility. Take responsibility and control of your journey. But it's also, Liana, about being honest to say, Lord, it's me in the need of prayer. Mm -hmm. It's me here in the valley. Mm-hmm. No regardless of how I got yeah, here. How, regardless of how I got I'm here, here, I'm here. And it's just yeah. me. And yeah. you think about the valley, you don't have valley partners. You yeah. don't have people that y'all That's went right. in the valley together. together. <laughs> and y'all sit there like, so what we going to yeah. do? Yeah. You know, um, I do believe there God sends people to come Help down you get through and the get through and come out. Yeah. Um, but mm. it's it's a really to me the valley is a time for you and God. So I really think it's a time about uh, looking at yourself, asking those asking those tough questions, and then being still mm-hmm. and waiting for those instructions mm-hmm. and allowing God to heal some things, heal some issues, heal some thought processes. Look at the t- at time that in the valley your belief systems may change, mm. and that's okay. Mm-hmm. How you see God, how you see yourself, and how you see mm-hmm. others are going to change in the valley. How you should, how you see God should always change. Yeah, God it doesn't is, change. God doesn't change. But, but how, how we, we experience see, Him yes. and how we see Him in the should new, always be evolving. It should always be evolving. Mm-hmm. There's so many dimensions to mm-hmm. God that based on where you are in that season of your yes. life, you may experience Him Diana. or see Him in a way that you've never needed to before. Never. But guess what? 
that's what the valley does. Yeah. Because when we're on the mountaintop, I think we're so into the bravado mm -hmm. and into the exhilaration mm -hmm. and the excitement mm -hmm. and the busyness of the, mm -hmm. the mountaintop mm -hmm. experience mm -hmm. that we can't see mm -hmm. uh, or learn the lessons that God wants to mm -hmm. teach us. So he has to say, ah, let me, let mm -hmm. me take you in. Mm -hmm. Let me take you down. Mm -hmm. Let me take you deep. Let me cover you mm -hmm. in the darkness. Let me mm -hmm. hide you in the secret place of the Most High. Let mm -hmm. me take you to a place where it's just me and you mm -hmm. so that I can get at that stuff in you for where you're going next. So what are some 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 places in your life that you've needed to bounce back from? Oh. And share so whatever many. you feel comfortable oh, and don't share what you don't want to share. Oh, so many. Okay, well recently I know for um, my family, we went, we hit a really, I call it the tough 10, we hit a really hard financial crisis. And during that time, it was very much a valley experience and I had to bounce back. Mm -hmm. And what I learned in that experience was God was getting at my motives, mm -hmm. my heart, my um, intentions, what I thought my purpose was. Mm -hmm how I showed up in the world mm -hmm. and it was really about and for my husband as well because we discussed it God wanted to get all that fluff mm. all that bourgeoisie mm -hmm. all of that he out wanted to get, you, get it out system. of us he wanted to humble us mm -hmm. because if we didn't go through that if we would have stayed on the trajectory where we were financially mm. uh, we would have been the ones that you just wouldn't have liked mm. we would have been like um yes because we're the Muhammad's right. and we're all that right <laughs> you know right. you know right. God knows what's in you. Right. Even when you don't know what's when in you. When you don't know what's in you. Because sometimes we'll say, well, we'll never do who will never be. That's not yes. me. Right. But God knows. God knows. What will become of you if you continue mm -hmm. in a particular vein. And we knew. We knew. It was too much in us mm -hmm. already that we were like, oh, we would be just a hot mess. Mm -hmm. And God humbled us. And he did a humbling. And I remember one time during that season, I cried out to the Lord, and it was around 2013, 20, 2012, 2013, and I said, Lord, I can't get any lower, mm. and yet I got lower. And mm -hmm. the next thing you know, my family was displaced. We mm. were homeless. We, mm. did, we didn't have a place to stay. Mm. We were like in between places. Mm -hmm. And all I could say about that, Liana, it was so miraculous what happened. But we kept going from place to place to place mm -hmm. until we landed to our stable place now, which mm -hmm. has now been a year. But before that, we were staying at a friend's house whose mom died. We were staying at another mm -hmm. friend's house who was mm -hmm. going to visit his mom. We mm -hmm. were staying in a hotel. Then we ended up staying at my sister's for several months and then now into our own place. But during that time, God showed us that he's our source. Mm-hmm. And we had to bounce back. Mm -hmm. In that time, we saw where our faith was. Mm -hmm. We saw that when we had nothing, we still trusted God. How did you maintain your peace in a season where you felt displaced? We were displaced. Oh, I was displaced, literally. Mm -hmm. um, I found my peace through um, friends mm -hmm. and family members that were believers. Mm -hmm. Them just checking on me. Them, um, um, you know, how you get that holy handshake with mm -hmm. $20 in it. Um, just people praying with me, praying yeah. for me. I leaned very heavily in that season on prayer. Mm -hmm. I had to pray when there were times I wanted to weep. Yeah. And I refused. I'm I'm just a person that doesn't like pity parties too uh -huh. long. I'll uh -huh. stay in it for a minute, uh -huh. but then I'm like, mm, yeah, this shake. isn't working for me. I got to yeah. shake it off. I got work yeah. to do. Yeah. So, yeah. so I was just like, mm-mm. So, um, 
I would just pray. And then I was seeing, Liana, how God was showing up. Mm -hmm. And it's not, I want to say something to people that I learned in this time. God showing up is not always deliverance from the problem. Sometimes God showing up mm-hmm. is just you had peace for that day. Mm-hmm. Reassurance that yes. you can make it through this yeah, problem. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That you can make it while you're in this problem. While I'm in this problem. That, that, that assurance. Um, sometimes God showing up in the midst of your situation is, um, I got this. Or the hope to see that there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Mm-hmm. As long as I could see that light at the end of the mm-hmm. tunnel, I knew I was going to mm-hmm. make it on the other side mm-hmm. all right. And mm-hmm. so sometimes that's what it was. Mm-hmm. But it was really a time where um, I grew in ways I never mm-hmm. thought I would grow. Mm-hmm. I was stretched beyond. I would, if anyone would have ever mm-hmm. told me that would have been my walk. My husband has a master's degree. Mm-hmm. I've attended school. And it was just like, this isn't us. This mm-hmm. isn't our story. This mm-hmm. would never be our story. And for it to be our story, it was like very sobering, mm-hmm. humbling. Mm-hmm. And we wouldn't be the people we are today, which I mm-hmm. think we're much better people. Mm-hmm. And our family is much closer mm-hmm. because we had to depend mm-hmm. on one another. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you, hard times will either break you or make you. Come and on. for us, it made us mm-hmm. and it made us stronger mm-hmm. because we didn't. One thing my husband and I didn't do, we didn't do the blame game. So mm-hmm. it wasn't like we're here because of you or mm-hmm. no, we're here because of you. Mm-hmm. It was, you mean as far as each other? It's uh, each other. We didn't right. play the bl- blame right. game. But we actually said, we don't know why we're here. Here, but God has seen it so mm-hmm. and so let's walk through this the best and another thing oh my god this is a major thing that got us through was gratitude mm. we would wake up every day and tell God what we were thankful for for that day and yeah. in that moment and in the middle of great loss in the midst of great loss in mm. the midst of not knowing on some days where we were going to be the next day mm-hmm. because we knew time was running out with three you know, kids no four, four kids, kids yeah. and a dog come on Come on. And God had it where we would stay at some of the top hotels. No one yeah. even knew. We were staying. I'm coming to work every day. Yeah. And we were staying at some of the top hotels that took dogs. Mm. And we would be there with our dog. And I'm showing up to work every day and no yeah. one knew. Yeah. Um, You're right, because I didn't know. Yeah, that's my yeah. point. See yeah. how God will do it? And, yeah. um, and um, just, you know people who opened up their home and they knew we had our dog mm-hmm. and we would have a place mm-hmm. so God, it's something you couldn't foresee but God mm-hmm. had already like God, mapped it out he already mapped it out in provision and the miracles in that itself mm-hmm. was mind-blowing yeah the experiences that we yeah. had in those spaces yeah. and places the humbling that yeah. we had the everything yeah it's a situation where only God could get the glory yeah and when I look back I go only God yeah only God and the bounce back was was that when we were down, we knew we were better than where we were. Before you got down. Before we got down, we yeah. knew. But then when no, we I'm were saying, down. You're, better on the other, you're not just better than when you were down. Mm-hmm. You're better than you were before you were down. Oh, yes. We're better mm-hmm. than before we were down. But yeah. in the point when we were down, mm-hmm. we couldn't even see that at that point, mm-hmm. Liana. All we could see is we're not staying here. Mm-hmm. You know what? It's funny you need that. So the, the show... <laughs> Grey's Anatomy. I love that show, <laughs> even though it's gone through like several seasons of change, and people are like, sure "Why is. is this show still on the exactly. air?" Exactly, it's not even the same original cast. It's like a couple members, only members like still two there. <laughs> but this is what I love about Grey's Anatomy: is that show I feel like always has a spiritual message in it. I feel yes. like there's always mm-hmm. like I just love the way that they yeah. they piece that together. So I was watching it last week, and um, 
there was basically so they're in the hospital so one of the characters her name uh, Joe she's uh-huh. going through a very hard time emotionally she found out some traumatic news about okay. her birth mother so she okay. you know she knew that she was given up for adoption she didn't know why she's like mm-hmm. how bad it could it be I've lived a very horrible life mm-hmm. I can go back and I can go see yeah. you know see who my mom is and it, you can't it can't be any worse than this she already gave me up for adoption so she I've already lived life without her right yeah so she was like either she's gonna be you know embracing of me and accept me or she's not but it can't get any worse than this yeah sometimes we feel like it can't get worse yeah and we we determine that in our mind and then it gets worse yes and then what do we do when it gets worse Mm -hmm. so she goes she figures out finds out who her mom is only to find out that her mother was not only raped so she's a product of rape. Yes. So it wasn't. Even, she's, she's, her, she's her mother's product of rape. Yeah. And not only that, her mother wants nothing to do with her because she looks like her father. Wow. So she is just. So she comes back after finding her mother. She is distraught. She's like in this. She's sunk emotionally. Mm-hmm. And her, you know, her husband. No one can really like get through to her. But it's interesting to me. So you you see this scene where she's in a hospital she's a doctor mm-hmm. when she's like interfacing with another doctor the other doctor doesn't know what's wrong with her but he yeah. can, you can tell all over her like something's up yeah meantime they're in the middle of um waiting for some people to come in because it was a horrible crash that happened okay so they're positioning themselves to take in mm-hmm. this like you know influx of patients yeah. But where the horrible crash took place, it's very foggy, it's very bad, which is why the crash took place and the car crash took place in the first place. place In the first place. However, where they are in the hospital, which is less than, I think he said either six miles or 60 miles, I don't remember, Uh east Mm -hmm. of where the car crash took place, where it's rainy, it's foggy, it's dangerous, it's bad, it's dark, it's gloomy. At the physical hospital, it's sunny. Yes. It's, it's a very close proximity. There's a very mm-hmm. close distance mm-hmm. between where that fog is mm-hmm. and where the sun is. Mm-hmm. But the people in the fog don't know that. Yes. They just know that they're in the middle of a very foggy situation. Mm-hmm. It makes me think of what you said about the light at the end of the tunnel. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we don't know how close we are mm-hmm. to the brightness, right? Mm-hmm. So he says to her, he uses that moment as kind of like a teachable moment. He looks at her and he says, I don't know what you're going through. Yeah. But I can tell you going through. Basically, mm. he says to her, he said, listen, about six miles from here, six miles or 60, it doesn't matter. About six miles from here, there's a car crash. It's really foggy. People are in the middle of a very difficult, horrible situation. But all they have to do is get six miles east. Mm. And there is the sun. Yes. And he said, all you got to do to her, he said to her, I don't know what you're going through, mm. but all you got to do mm. is get six miles east. Mm. And I think that's the reality of what mm-hmm. resiliency and healing looks like for us. Mm-hmm. They don't know it's going to take six miles. They don't know if it's going to take six miles, it's going to take 10 miles, it's yes. going to take 15 miles, it's going to take 100 miles to get to the sun. But the reality is, it's already there. It's yep. already positioned. Mm-hmm. But you'll never experience it if you don't leave from the fog to get to where you need to get to to get the help to get the sun. And I think that's the reality of a lot of our lives. And even like you said, gratitude mm-hmm. helps you to see that even though it's it's bad right now yeah if i keep finding something to be grateful for it gives me the strength to keep going this conversation has been so rich that i had to break it into two episodes so you just listened to part one of this conversation with unita muhammad surrounding resiliency and healing and taking your power back um and we will pick up next week with the remainder of this episode so i'll see you all next week share this with a friend And let's keep pressing forward. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode on Sharpen Her Iron. 
Go ahead and like this, share it with a friend, and subscribe to our podcast for more conversations with dope women. If you want to stay connected, you can follow me on Instagram at the Queen Liana. You can email us at sharpenheriron at gmail.com. Engage with us. Let us know what you think about the show. And for all upcoming events, Sharpen Her Iron related, go ahead and visit our website, sharpenheriron.com.